The Tights and Fights podcast for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. Secret special guest. Dun, dun, ba, da, 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 Imperium. I don't know. I don't know how Gunther's team works. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the final count, Dan. They paid a lot of fucking money for that. Woo! Danielle Radford, and I am joined today by my fellow member of the Nation of Conversation. Ooh, Matt Ricardo. Ooh, Matt Ricardo. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Julian gets into these. He even, y'all can't see the script. He types in the extra O's so that I know that there's extra O's. Matt, hello. How is hot Matt summer so far? (laughs) It's okay. I've got no complaints. I'm sitting here. Just outside London with a mostly drunk cocktail. Oh, yeah. And so uh, uh, right now in the Los Angeles, it's like a uh, quarter till two. It's like a quarter till 10 for Matt. So yeah. Matt is like, I told him, I was like, look, this is like prime talking shit about wrestling. End of a long day. <laughs> you got you a little cute drink. I'm ready. So what have you been up to? This is the year for me that everything sort of got back into full swing after the, the pandemic. Yeah. You know, it took a year to get going again so I've been really busy in the last month I've been to Australia twice and America once on tour I've got a podcast out I've written a book it's you know busy 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 hell yeah we love to hear it oh we love to hear it if you keep busy then then you don't hear the voices in your head (laughs) uh true story did you know that apparently not everyone has an internal dialogue I'm like you just walk around and there's just nothing happening up there. Oh, that sounds so relaxing. Oh, God, doesn't that sound amazing? Full disclosure, so we are going to be taking a little bit of a break from doing some recording. Hal is still on the mend. He has not been feeling well, our sweet, sweet baby. And Lindsay is off doing her book tour in England. So if you are in England, go check out Lindsay's socials where she is telling everyone where you can find her and go meet her. And we would love that for both of y'all. There are going to still be episodes every week, but there might not be like a lot of current news. We might be more covering like uh, what we in the industry call evergreen topics. So there'll still be episodes like we're still feeding y'all, but don't expect much. If you're looking for us to recap stuff a lot, you might not get as much of that here. But I would say definitely make sure that you check out the Tights and Fights Twitter. Julian is on it. And Julian is uh, I see. With our luck, this will be the month that Vince finally kicks it. You know, just like, oh, right when they nah, can't talk shit will, anymore, look, get them out of here. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We'll ring the bell for that one. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, wake up. Wake up. It happened. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll assemble the team. It, look, if we got to do it on spaces, we'll make it happen. Um, 
<laughs> We'd be that desperate. Uh, yeah, we are. Um, so speaking of some current event stuff, let's talk about some recent matches and results. Damien Priest, we just had Money in the Bank. Damien Priest is now Senior Money in the Bank. I, I think a lot of people were pulling for LA Knight. I really enjoy LA Knight. I think he's great. I don't mind the, I mean, he's never beating the, you're doing the Attitude Era accusations, but if he's doing the Attitude Era, but in a way that's more appropriate for like now, I'm like good with it. And when it comes to Damian Priest, I, uh, you know, I, I don't think that LA Knight needs the briefcase. Priest has got You were actually there, Matt. I was, yeah. First of all, like, just kind of what were your full impressions of Money in the Bank, like, being there? It was super fun. I think it would have been hard for it not to be fun. It was the first big event that London's had for, like, 20 years, so everyone was really ready for it. Crowd were really hot. The show was was fantastic. LA Night was by far the most over person in the whole show. Woo, Yeah. By, you know, by a million miles. I was there a couple of hours before. And, you know, back in the day, you used to hear the sort of general noise of a wrestling crowd pre-show would be woos. And mm-hmm. now it's yes. It, it's really interesting. It's that one syllable catchphrase thing. Look, as long as we get what out of here, that's all I'm like. We just got to get what out of here. Yeah, exactly. Damien Priest is, it's funny. I was... I never disliked Damien Priest, but he was, you know, he was never one of my favorites. He was like, yeah, he's he's good. He's he was fine. a worker, you know, and that's great. Yeah, we he, need workers. But then, and this is a bit of a brag, but there was a reason for it. Before Money in the Bank, I was backstage, and I just happened to walk past him. And when you see him in the flesh, you get it immediately. It's, <laughs> it really- that is a large, charming man. Yeah, you go. That is a huge, gorgeous man. He's massive. I've met a bunch of wrestlers, but this guy is big and he's good looking and he's shiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I suddenly went, oh, okay, I know I know why you're getting it. <laughs> I, I finally got it. Well, and it's also like, I feel he was already doing great and all of the stuff with him and Judgment Day, he's been fantastic. But that match with Bad Bunny and the fact that he did was so instrumental in the training of Bad Bunny set him up for success. Because like, if you're able to have that kind of a banger match, which you are the ring general of, you, you know, he wasn't like, they obviously had a producer, but like he did a lot of work of getting Bad Bunny ready for that match. And apparently he's been working with him forever. Um, so the fact that he could take Benito and, you know, help that dude look like a star is obviously going to like make him a very valuable asset to any company. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as soon as he did that, I, as soon as that match got off and we learned about how much he'd been working with Benito, I was like, oh, his days as a heel or they're they are drying up. Yeah. And and him having the briefcase is going to do interesting things to Judgment Day. There's this yes. lovely storyline to happen there so yeah it's good i'm all for it yeah oh it was great speaking of celebrities wrestling logan paul and ricochet just didn't it was fun i will say that i will say that both of them have had better matches 
And I don't want to place blame on either person. Obviously, Logan Paul is coming back from an injury, which feels like a weird sentence to say. But Logan Paul is, you know what I mean? It's like he's Logan Paul. What did he injure? His scrolling thumb? But it's like, no, he actually did get injured last time. So Logan Paul coming off of an injury and then Ricochet, obviously we know can deliver. We know that Logan Paul can deliver. I would be interested to hear how, like what people who know better and have connections think was the disconnect there. How were people taking it inside the arena? People were booing Logan Paul out of the building. Well, that's Um, fair. He's unfortunately a a very good at wrestling and it makes us all very angry, but he, he does deserve to get booed out of the building. This is my problem with wrestling as a whole, in general. And this is why I'm not the right person to be a wrestling fan, but it's it's too late for that. Um, <laughs> I can't ever like Logan Paul, no matter how talented he is. First, he's a bad person. He's done awful things. So I can't even engage with him as a heel because for me, that is like getting in bed with him as a performer. Oh, he's trying to make me hate him. It's like, no, I already hated him. Oh, so he's got so- like real heat, like... Yeah, well, he's, he's got real heat. He's dick, isn't he? He's not. It's it's not my favorite celebrity. You know, you know, celebrity involvement in wrestling is always a a very tricky thing to do. And like Bad Bunny is the perfect example of doing it right because mm. he's so good. He's so clearly passionate about this art form for a long time. Mm-hmm. Local Paul just wants to be on television, I think, and he's he's a good wrestler. I will say this: a he does want to be on television, no matter what. That's that's obvious. Um, but one thing he he was a high school wrestling athlete, like he wrestled in high school and he almost went D1. Um, but instead right. he chose to be a douche online. <laughs> Here are my choices, wrestler or douche. I'm going to go with douche. And I was like, oh, but douche is already in wrestler if you do it right. Um, <laughs> but so I will say that like he has passion for that. But I will say, like, I'm sure he has passions for lots of things, but if they don't bring him money, he ain't doing them. He ain't showing yeah, up. Yeah. You can have passion for something at home on your couch. That's how I am with Twitter. Um, yeah. <laughs> LA Knight came really close. Again, this is one of those ones where I'm like, I get it from both sides. Like, I understand the people who are like, this was his moment. But I'm also like, Damien Priest needs it more. And also... In the grand tradition of WWE, I do think sometimes they don't let us have what we want because they want us to work harder for it. Like, they're like, oh, well, if you want this now, then we know that we have this in our back pocket that we could pull at any time. So we're going to give you a little taste of what it might be like. That's like a drug dealer or like, sorry, a fictional 1980s dare commercial drug dealer. We're going to tease you and then we're going to back away a little bit. You know? Yeah, I think think you're dead on. Yeah, I think he'll... He'll get main event soonish, but to their credit, you know the 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 crowd in the arena and British crowds can be you know playful. Um, <laughs> they wanted him to win, but when he didn't win, they immediately went, "Yeah, Damien Priest is fine." You know, they yeah. didn't boo him out the buildings. So that was good of us. <laughs> <laughs> also, EO Sky got Money in the Bank. That handcuff spot. Oh my god. Your own teammate from damage control, you treacherous turncoat. 
genius. It's, it's, it was so beautiful. And when you could see it, you know, in the few seconds when you could see what, what was going to happen, yeah. it was just so satisfying. It's the perfect wrestling thing because it, it, it delivers a character progression. Mm -hmm. By doing that, she is literally climbing over her boss. But also it's funny. It's it's like, it's it's clown work. It's slapstick, you know? It's totally, oh my God. And the way that they sold it, because Becky can be so funny. And Becky's facial expression of just like, I'm never going to fucking win this thing, am I? I loved it so much. Oh, it was so incredibly funny. Gunter beat that dude who don't wear shoes, which good. Yeah. Gunter yeah. should beat that dude who don't wear shoes. Yeah, both in the ring and just generally. Also, um, excuse me, Mr. Riddle, why is your daughter throwing up gang signs? I'm not making fun of her because she's a child. I'm making fun of him for being a weird dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not make. I will not make fun of a child, but I will say, like, you chose to post that picture. Hmm, all right, buddy. Remember when there was a time when Cody versus Dom Dom would have felt like an insult to Cody. Yeah. And, that, and like now it's just like, well, yeah, of course, Cody is like the better wrestler. And of course, like there's going to be shenanigans. But it does feel like, OK, well, both of you spend time either talking about your legacy or running from your legacy. It makes sense to have you pair up. Plus, it's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. Dominic's getting better in the ring. Yes. Can, you know, he... He can go good enough now. And he's just such a fucking heat magnet. Jesus. And it's so simple. It's just he tries to speak. We won't let him. It's so simple. It's the only oh. time I've ever been super into like, yeah, no, the crowd's just like not going to let this dude speak. He has got it's fucking brilliant. molten heat. It's so satisfying. It's so satisfying. One of my favorite moments of the entire Money in the Bank Fucking Shayna Baszler finally turned on Rousey, <laughs> which was fantastic. Yeah. Who do you think is supposed to be the heel and the face in this? I don't know if they know, and I don't know that <laughs> they care. I think that at this point, they have spent a lot of money on Ronda Rousey that hasn't equaled to sales. Yeah. People are not tuning in just for Ronda. You're tuning in because it's a wrestling show that Ronda happens to be on. She is not moving the needle. She did at one point, um, but then she like stopped giving a shit. And so the people who liked her and just came for her stopped giving a shit because her her matches were starting to get sloppy. If this is like the first in a step of getting Ronda Rousey up off my TV, congratulations. It feels like it is. It feels like she's on her last run. Well, good. I support Shayna Baszler in the turf war. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like wrestling fans have this thing where they can tell if someone doesn't care about yes. what they're doing. Yes. And as soon as we sense that, we're like, fuck you. No, it, it's so interesting. We want to see the passion that we have reflected in the performers. Yeah, you know, you don't want to watch someone who looks like fucking Ice Spice, just like, okay, well, now I, like, run my hands down my boobs. Now I bend over. Now I cut my pussy. Like, we don't want to see someone who looks like everything looks mechanized. And there's a difference between, oh, well, that looks like someone who is unsure or who doesn't have like the training yet but they're trying and you can tell they're trying to get it right and someone who's like whoops i guess i didn't get that right oh well and it's like no ronda ronda is clearly in it for the check and the check only and yeah. we can sniff that out and we just do not like it oh also 
Let's talk about John Cena uh, basically doing that thing. John Cena did to England that thing that men do for TikTok where it's like, oh, I'm going to do a public proposal to this girl who I've never talked about getting married to. But if I do it in public, she has to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. How do I emotionally blackmail every politician in London? There is not a more exciting audience than the audience in the United Kingdom. So I'm here to try to bring WrestleMania to London. In the arena, the loudest pop I have ever heard live was when LA Knight came out. Mm -hmm. Until... Cena came out. Then pipes hit or just, it's just something different. The crowd, I've never, I've never heard a crowd that loud. It was literally deafening. It, it, it hurt my ears. It was so loud. Well, and the fact that it was so unexpected and they were able to like, I wonder if he was shooting something in the area and was like, oh, I can sneak in easy without people being like, oh, John Cena's on a plane to London. He definitely snuck in because I know people backstage who didn't know he was there. That's amazing. That's crazy, right? Like I watched the Triple H press conference mm-hmm. uh, and he said, basically, yeah, we don't have any plans to bring WrestleMania to London, but I guess now we're going to have to make some. Yeah. So I think Cena was just talking and he knew what would get the crowd like unbearably on his side. Yeah. Now British politicians are talking about it. <laughs> it's fucking wild. God, he is so good at his job. Um, it's true. So we're going to get to the main event after the break. But Matt, first of all. There is another show that is coming up for England. Uh, AEW All In is going to take place at fucking Wembley at the end of August in front of a nearly sold out crowd. So how much have you been watching All Elite? Are you going to try to go? Are you paying attention to All In? What's your plans, man? I don't have any plans to go live. I think I'm in. Yeah, I'm out of the country. I'm in Germany. Oh, you're working. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably watch it. You know, Um, it's interesting. I got. In, over the last couple of years, I got into AEW. It took me a while, but I got into it and found some people that I liked and started to, you know, start yeah. to vibe. Well, and question for you, because I've, I've, so AEW is on like regular TV over there. It's not like a subscription based or anything like that. Yeah, it's on regular TV. Man, later. yeah, what a great fucking call. It's okay. But I will be honest, I haven't watched AEW for a few weeks because just... All the CM Punk collision stuff. Draining. It was just, I want to watch a wrestling show because I like theatre. I like soap operas. Yes. I want to see compelling stories. You know, the only storylines are real storylines of assholes being assholes backstage to each other. And I'm not interested in that kind of teenage bullshit. (laughs) And then taking it to Twitter and taking it to the vlogs and taking it to the dirt sheets. And it's just so messy. I don't like workplace drama when it's actual workplace drama. I like it on my TV. Exactly. I want fake workplace drama. Yeah, I'm grown. Um, It is, to quote people younger than me, cringe, isn't it? It is cringe. It's, cringe. it's mega cringe. Yeah. So it's kind of put that that's kind of pushed me away from it for a bit. Yeah. I've, I've, I've other people have said that as well. I, I, I think it'll kind of like settle down or whatever, but like the Wembley thing is 
A, yes, obviously, it being on, like, fucking regular, not subscription-based television is, first of all, fantastic. Because, like, for us, like, you have to have certain cable channels, and a lot of us don't have cable anymore over here, you yeah. know? And it's not, like, on available for replay anywhere that you can go watch it. You can't go onto Hulu and, like, watch it for replay. That's one thing. And then also, I think this year, more than anything, has proven that, like, there are all these underserved wrestling markets who are ready and waiting for the people, for y'all to show up, and they will give you all of their fucking money. We saw it this week with Money in the Bank. We saw it when they went, you know, when WWE went to Puerto Rico. We saw it when they went to Cardiff. And so, like, it's been proven that if you go to these underserved areas, so when you combine the fact that there really isn't a lot of, like, big, you know, WWE, AEW style wrestling happening very often in Europe, period. And then combine that with the fact that AEW is on regular and not paid TV. That's fucking gold, baby. I mean, it's it's an amazing achievement to sell out a venue that huge and that kind of legendary. That's, you know, regardless of what I think of the product, that's amazing. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. No matter what personal feelings are like that as a, fucking business decision is dope and for those of you who only know of Wembley from tennis and Ted Lasso um Wembley is fucking huge so you can stay part of the conversation with tights and fights on all of our social media channels including blue sky look at us which I accidentally pronounced once uh the, the same as the um social media comedian Drewski so I pronounced it blueski and that's just its name now most of us are there too the links are in the show notes when we come back the bloodline civil war up next on tights and fights What is up, people of the world? Do you have an argument that you keep having with your friends and you just can't seem to settle it and you're sitting there arguing about whether it's Star Trek or Star Wars or you can't decide what is the best nut or can't agree on what is the best cheese? Stop doing that. Listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal only on Max Fun. Your topics asked and answered objectively, definitively for all time. So don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Matt Picardo. And now it is time to give one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Why am I saying that sexy? What's wrong with me? Sorry, go with the sting, Julian. Anal bleeding. Whoa! Get a life, kid. Rhymes with shit. Holy shit! WWE. I love Kate. Look at this face. And a hard fight victory. Live, pal. What? Ah, oh, it just gets longer. Roman Reigns faced his cousins in a tag team match with Solo as his partner in the final match on Saturday, and in a move three years in the making, Jay Uso pinned the Tribal Chief and proved who the ones truly are. So, Matt, what was the crowd feeling like during this match? Crazy. I mean, just the... <laughs> I bet. Just 
crazy. Just crazy. Like for people that don't know about wrestling, and I know none of them are listening to this, but you know, <laughs> it's really hard to explain that there was how many? 18, 19,000 people just on the edges of their seat going nuts because of a theatrical narrative because of a story and character you know the the wrestling's great of course it is yeah. but this was all about this was a play this was all yes. about the characters and it was it's just so involving it you oh it's fantastic it was fantastic so what have you thought about the bloodline story so far because we haven't heard your thoughts about it tell me a better long-term story in wrestling ever it's one of those ones where you don't want to call it that because you're watching it and you're living it but you feel like in five years, I'm going to feel really comfortable saying yeah. that. Yeah, we're going to look back and go, do you remember that year or two years or whatever? Every other long-term storyline like this, you know, that is based on the you know, the traditional kind of wrestling tropes of, of allegiances and betrayals, mm-hmm. there's always a point where it just loses its magic and yes. it just runs out of steam. And they keep doing it and it's shit, you know? And you kind of go, okay, stop now. It's not. It's it's. It was great last year, but now it's not working. But this, it doesn't lose any luster. It's still good. It's still interesting but because it continually evolves, right? Yeah. Like it feels like watching a season of television where it's like, okay, well, the first season was really like Roman bullying Jay, and then here's what happened the second. Se- you know what I mean? And so everyone yeah. feels like they're, while still being able to push the group dynamic and the family dynamic and all that stuff, there are at any given time, at least three active like things in the bloodline story that you can be talking about and yeah. they will be different. There was like a season of bullying Jay. There was like a Sami Zayn season. Mm-hmm. It was like, we're just starting now the season where Roman, I'm, I'm guessing maybe Roman starts to lose one by one, lose yep. everything. I think this is where and we're at. Yeah, and then he's going to be broken, and that's going to be fascinating. Oh, it's like be dope. what happens when the Mad King is, you know, ha- ha- has no kingdom, has no castle, you know? Oh, fantastic! It is literally like we are watching fucking King Lear shit. Like it's yeah. it's and it's already theater in the round. Are you psyched for Roman versus Jay at SummerSlam? I am fucking psyched. Yeah, and you know, again, I'm psyched for the same reason I've been psyched for every chapter of this. Not so much because of the match, although the match will be a fucking banger, but because what is going to happen to the story? Mm. How will this move the story along? And it's been a while since I've been so invested in a wrestling storyline that it's like, I need to know what happens next. Well, and and, and something I've been talking about, uh, and I would love to get your opinion on this. Not only do I feel like it's being treated like seasons of television, I feel like this also gets shot like television in that like, when Roman goes out to the corner and goes to talk with Paul, normally you would just see that where there'd be like another camera and they'd be there. They'd be like a little bit, but, 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 and then, and then it's over. These are actually filmed like little short, like, like a scene that it's filmed like blocking. And I don't think everyone could do this, but like, especially if you go back and you watch this match, you go back and you watch the match at WrestleMania where the camera, like they go off and do their thing and the camera goes and finds them and, and will find interesting angles to shoot them at. Bottom line is that's what you get when you treat people like crap. Why are we here? I don't know. England's the worst, the dumbest place of all time. A bunch of idiots. A bunch of idiots. The first time I really realized how often they were taking advantage of the fact that Roman is such a good fucking actor and talker now with that stuff 
I was like, this is the future of wrestling where you can actually like do things like that and you can shoot this as though it is a drama on TV. And I feel like so far, the only ones that they've really been doing that with are the bloodline. I think it's because like with Roman and everyone, everyone's so comfortable being able to do it because they've done it so many times. But I feel like this is the next evolution in wrestling. And it's going to be, it's going to start to be something that if you are a wrestler, I would start learning how to do what they are doing because that is going to be the next step in getting yourself over. These performers, you know, with the exception of Solo, but everyone else in this in this storyline is so has got so much experience yeah. performing in front of cameras that they can be trusted to start to get a bit more nuanced with it and a bit more interesting. And Roman, I mean, when did Roman get so su- become such a good performer? I mean, it's like suddenly we noticed it's like he's really fucking good. And and, you know, he talks so much in his matches, like you say, not on mic, but the mic picks it up. Yeah. And as you get these little insights that he's talking to the person he's beating up and he's talking to Paul and it, it just deepens the whole thing. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. There are moments where he will go off to the side and talk to Paul and the camera will find them where I'm like, oh, well, this reminds me of like the last episode of Succession. You know what I mean? Like this reminds me of like, you know what I mean? Like these little conversations that I'm like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be hearing this, but exactly. it's, but which is what fucking good TV shows and movies feel like, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like wrestling verite. Yes, that is exactly it. Oh, fucking love it. Using big words. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's why we have the Brits on. Um, <laughs> literally no children left behind. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, Roman is taking an L without losing the title. And it's like, well, yeah, that's why we got this other one. Um, how do you feel about that? About does it him... Does it bother you that he finally took his L and it wasn't like the title on the line? No, I think it. I think this story has been all about incremental losses. Yes. You know, so that's- It's like a house it, of cards like, falling down. Yeah, he's not losing all in one go. He's being eroded oh. bit by bit until there's nothing, you know? Yeah. And then what does he do? It's, yeah, oh, it's fantastic storytelling. Who do you think ultimately is going to be the one to take that title off of him? I am assuming, (laughs) I am assuming slightly cynically that it's going to be Cody, which is like, yeah, I suppose, you know, we all kind of wanted it to happen last WrestleMania. Maybe they're going to give it to us next WrestleMania where it won't mean so much unless they find a way by then to make us you know to make it mean something which they might well. they need to integrate him into that storyline better so it's not just i'm cody i'm here i deserve the like he needs to be integrated yeah. into there in a major yeah. way yeah. right now cody's entire and i like cody yeah same but it, i make fun of him but i like him it feels like his whole sort of gimmick and storyline is i'm cody rhodes here i am Right, Which and we need, fun, but but not when you're entering something like the fucking bloodline. That's fine yeah. for just like a wrestling storyline, but when you're entering something that's like three years into this like epic, like you, you it's got to be more than just I'm Cody, I'm here, and I'm up for the title. Like I need to see him somehow integrated in that storyline which is why like i didn't mind as much as most people that he didn't win because i was like well it didn't seem like it was part of like to me i was already like why is cody getting this match it should be sammy you know so it feels like the task from now until wrestlemania is to integrate cody into the bloodline and, and and by doing that to give his character a reason why he can win this time yes and i don't know what that is but 
he needs to evolve just enough that he can that he can win then you know right well i mean you know he solved he he solved race relations in America, so we got to believe that Cody Rhodes can do anything. If you've got anything more to say about Roman, the Usos, or any other wrestling Samoans, uh, including one named Joe, two named Joe, uh, visit our social media channels via the links in our show notes. And when we come back, we have got three things from wrestling we want to share with you. And that is up next on Tights and Fights. They can be anywhere, at your office, in your car, and they are wrong. My mom says that the gray house didn't exist, but she's wrong. He just does it wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important. Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. (laughs) (laughs) They call me Judge John Hodgman. Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org slash J-J-H-O. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Matt Ricardo. And it is time to share the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. Watch my three count. All righty, guests go first here. Always, we got manners. We are we were home trained. Our mamas taught us better. Matt, what would you like to put over? I've been enjoying. There is this this broadcast platform called YouTube. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Mm, I'll check it um, out. Yeah, it, it's okay. It's mainly fascists but you know <laughs> but then everything is these days it feels like there's a uh, a youtube channel called wrestle me which puts out a shit ton of content and it's good content and they haven't got a huge amount of subscribers and they've got they've got more than me but but still they're not a massive channel and they do good content they just put out a video about les kellett the british wrestler mm. from the world of days les kellett who was at the same time one of the best comedy wrestlers, but also a complete violent psychopath. Um, if you haven't seen his matches, they're really funny. But yeah, they're putting out videos every few days and I've been binging their stuff and really enjoying it. So yeah, wrestle me on YouTube. Awesome. Fantastic. I'll go check that out. Julian. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, I do have something. I do have something to put over. I am going to put over Shayna Baszler's promo on Raw. Mm. But I owe you The only thing I owe anybody Is an apology For bringing you into this business Like you guys say I do not know how much they know um, Who is going to be the face And who is going to be the heel I personally feel like They don't really have anything to lose with Ronda at this point. Mm -hmm. And I think that they know if if what we've heard is true and she does kind of say, I'm I'm wrapping it up and I want to get out of here. I think it's going to be very hard to keep people from giving her the na-na-na-na, hey, 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 goodbye. Yeah. Um, But I think in the meantime, it's like, let Shayna Baszler go on ahead and talk that shit. It's really, really cool. And she's like, this kind of feels like 
Like, I'm like, oh, okay, finally, we're getting there. Like, you know, we're getting there with Shayna. We've wanted to see her like this for a while, and I think this is their chance to to make a new star. How about that? Make a new star. Look at that. It. I think that's wonderful. For me, I'm putting over, I don't know if this is true. I've, I've Zapruda filmed this fucking thing over and over, but there are people on Twitter who were like, when Roman eats the pin, you can see a point where he says, I love you, and then Jay like squeezes his arm. Now, again, if you go on Twitter, there are people who have like, they have slowed this thing down. They have zoomed in on the lips. Like it is really a back into the left, back into the left kind of like a uh, uh, fucking stone situation. For me, I choose to believe it's real because I love love and I love friendship. And there's nothing that I love more then those little moments where um, you see someone is just grateful to have had a good match. Um, Sasha, uh, sorry, Mercedes Monet, uh, get better soon, was always great at delivering those moments where at the end of a match, like someone would accidentally catch her crying when she wasn't supposed to be because she'd be like, oh my God, we just main evented mania or like whatever. And she looks so happy and proud, even though she just got her ass beat. And so, yeah, you guys know I pop for friendship and this is like family friendship as well. Oh, a bitch going double pop, especially like <laughs> considering to be able to do that storyline and have so much trust in your family and like your family's love that you could really go in there with something like this. Cause you could really only do this kind of storyline with people who you either have no affection for or people who you love more than anything in the world. Um, so you go back and you watch actually when Jay hit Roman in the nuts, he said, I love you right before he did it. So it's really hard to see. Just go back and watch it closely. Back into the left, back in <laughs> to the left. <laughs> well, so that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Matt Ricardo along with me, Danielle Radford. Matt, what do you want to plug this week? Oh, I have a podcast. Uh, I do a podcast um, with the American writer Bill Barol, uh, which is about the hard work of creativity. We're oh. midway through season two. It's called Imagination and Junk. Um, I would love you to subscribe. Um, also, my YouTube um, is Matt Ricardo. Subscribe to that too. And uh, yeah, you know, that's it really. Gorgeous. Uh, Julian, what you got, babe? We just started Boys of Summer over on the JV Club with Janet Varney. So you can go listen to some of those episodes that are just trickling in the one time of the year that Janet welcomes the boys into uh, the slumber party of the JV Club, as it were. You can hear a lot of great episodes coming up all summer long, and we're pretty excited about it. Uh, I think this week you'll be hearing one Mr. Video Dave, who will Video mention uh, a lot of fun stories about growing up in Chicago. He will mention our friend Open Mike Eagle as well. It's a really good episode, so go listen to it. Oh, I love that. I, I'm definitely going to do that. Um, for me, I'm doing this new thing for Cracked called Staff Picks, where a bunch of us sit around a table and we essentially argue for uh, a movie to get into what will be someday a lovely video store because with everything happening with streaming and you see it all the time now where a movie will get put up and then because it didn't do well now it isn't just that you don't get sequels it's not just that your show gets canceled they will remove you from the platform and so this is really us being like let's really show some love to physical media and it's been a blast every time you've seen me posting about like going to new york or any of that stuff it's been because i like those are the days when i go shoot that show um so it's been fantastic go check it out over on cracks youtube you can also see me on the newest episode of i'm um, actually that was super fun you know me and dropout 
uh, we're buds, we're bows. And so I think that that is it for me. Actually, I do have one more thing to plug. Okay. Uh, guys, I, this was kind of funny, but the other day, I think like one of our listeners said that they went to a uh, a taping of Collision because Collision wasn't live this week. It was uh, it was taped. Mm-hmm. It, when they posted this on the Facebook group, somebody else said, hey, if you were wearing a tights and fights shirt, uh, I think I definitely saw you. It was so funny. He edited. They talked for a little bit. And I'm like, guys, that's amazing. I love it. First of all, uh, though, one, take pictures. Please take pictures of yourselves wearing tights and fight shirts at wrestling events. I would really love to see them. They would make me so happy. And two, this is something a few of you guys do. Uh, if you're going to go to a wrestling show, go on ahead and uh, ask if anybody else is going to be there. Make a friend and Aww. watch some wrestling together. If you're in the mood for it, of course. You know, don't feel like you're obligated, but that'd be. I think you'll have a great time with like-minded people watching wrestling. Julian just plucked friendship. Uh, and that is our producer who is the one pun man julian burrell senior producer at maximum fun is laura swisher mike eagle is the voice behind our theme music so of course we're putting him over for that thank you to all of the max fun members who keep the show going and you can keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes find our tights and fights wrestlemania shirt at maxfunstore.com and celebrate ice cream christmas all year long we'll be back next week with more you guessed it wrestling here comes the pain, bow to the masters, this is a podcast, they are podcasters, Max Fun's the network, Dyson Fights is the name. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.